Hello and welcome to this episode of Killing It. I'm Daniela. I'm Keith. And we're riled up and ready to go. <laughs> we have just to like cover. everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone else in the Challenge main house. Oh gosh. Don't know what's happening in the Redemption house because we haven't actually gone. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah, in episode CT, five. CT found an arts and crafts uh, kit. <laughs> Someone gave him some string it's that and meme some tacks. From, the meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Or Charlie in front yeah. of the like crazy board. Yeah. CT is Charlie in front of the crazy board. Yeah. Veronica pushed him over the edge, which we'll get to. We'll get to. Um, do you want to start with a little bit of breaking news? Breaking news. Um, so our favorite girl who just got kicked out of the season, Kayla, has joined the cast. Like who? <laughs> right. Um, Kayla, who... Got kicked out for fighting with Melissa. Kayla spelled K-A-I-L-A-H in case you were also like me, not sure who you meant just a second ago. But Kayla, 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 Kayla Casillas. Yes. Yes. Kayla, um, our queen from Real World Go Big or Go Home. (laughs) Not not the queen. (laughs) That would be CJ probably. But anyway, this is the news at hand. Kayla has joined the cast of MTV Lohan Beach House. Which I'm not sure what the name of the Lindsay Lohan version of Vanderpump Rules that MTV is producing <laughs> is actually officially called, but Kayla will be on the cast. So, okay, back us up. Tell us about Lindsay Lohan's beach house in which. So, yes. Um, th- online people are saying because of the popularity of Vanderpump Rules, which we talk about often. Yeah. And we have Faith, who's from Vanderpump Rules, on the challenge now. MTV is kind of basically doing their own version of Vanderpump Rules, which is a show on Bravo about Lisa Vanderpump, who's a real housewife of Beverly Hills bar, like her restaurant and all the um, waiters, waitresses, bartenders are a friend group. Friend and they have people. Friend hostesses. They all have drama with each other. So we follow those kids. Um, Faith was like kind of like a side character, but she actually ended up being a very important part of last season because she had sex with Jax, yeah. who's like, you know, a and mainstay of Vanderpump Rules. And recorded it. It's not that it, she had sex with Jax. It's that she recorded that she had sex with Jax. And <laughs> Let's be we'll, real. We'll, and apparently we will never be able to hear it because um, he was recorded without his knowledge. So yeah, we can illegal. never know the recording. Yeah. Anyway, back to um, the... Back to what we're talking Back about. Back to what is at hand. MTV's making their own version of Vanderpump Rules. Lindsay Lohan... Star of Mean Girls, Parent Trap. I was going to say, and also um, Seminal Film, Parent Trap. Uh, let's see. I, I love all the memes I know going, who killed me. <laughs> I love all the memes going around right now of people being upset because in the movie, Meredith Blake is 26. And like, oh, right. I mean, we are roughly the age where like we remember seeing that movie in theaters. Yeah. And like, we're past 26 now. And it's yeah. like, now oh, we're older than the stepmom. We're older than Meredith Blake. Yikes. Um, I Know Who Killed Me. What was that terrible? Labor Days. <laughs> what was that terrible movie that she was in with um, James Dean? Oh, The Canyon. The Canyon. Honestly, I love it. <laughs> we saw it at the Roxy. We did see it at the Roxy. Anyways. Um, okay, so Kayla's going to be some sort of fake staff person. The picture I saw is her like um, our influencers. Like, so she's like an influencer. F- that's part. I don't know how she's if she's working there. Like, also like serving drinks. It's like our influencers having a good time, or they just have like barely popular people come there and like make people party, like the Cosmopolitan Pool in Las oh, Vegas. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe she's doing some sort of promotion. Yeah. Um, the thing that is interesting to me about this is that there 
I feel as though the reason that Vanderpump Rules works, unlike any of these shows work, mm -hmm. is because these people know each other and they yeah. trust each other and they have real friendships, even off screen. Yeah. They have real friendships, real relationships with each other. And that's what makes it compelling. You're not just throwing... I mean, Big Brother is compelling in a different way. Yeah. Um, Big Brother is more of like a game. Exactly. But Vanderpump Rules is so interesting because all these people genuinely do care about each other. Yeah, and, and they've are... known each other for a while. Exactly. And I think that when you try to recreate that, it is obviously false. So. I was looking at the cast, and the first thing I thought about was like, oh, this kind of like reminds me of Below Deck. Hmm. Which is like another show on Bravo about people who work on yachts. Yeah. But there's something like one. I think one of the guys on the cast is Greek. It's also Lindsay Lohan's beach house is in Mykonos, Greece, mm -hmm. which is like a party island off of yes. Greece. Um, anyway, it's probably going to be great, I'm sure, because Lindsay Lohan's in it. <laughs> and sidebar, if this is like giving Lindsay something to do, then good for her. If it's keeping her sober... That's great. I don't understand how owning a party, <laughs> party. Uh, Some people like to drink coffee at the club. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't know any people like that actually. Anyways, poor Lindsay, save Lindsay. Um, but yeah, the it looks there's a if you look up like the promo they've released for it, or it's just like Lindsay saying like I'm joining the MTV family, like in her raspy, smoky voice. <laughs> Yeah, from so, years of doing damage. From years, of, from the years of damage. Anyway, I love Lindsay Lohan. I'm excited for this. Kayla apparently is joining the cast mid-season, so I wonder what the what the deal is with that. Do um, you think she's going to be invited back to a challenge? Kayla? Oh yeah, definitely. Why is Lindsay Lohan? I'm sorry, I just looked this up, and people are like, "Why is she? Why is she running a beach bar in Mykonos, Greece?" People are asking about why she had the Tiffany Trump there. <laughs> um here we go Lindsay will Lohan. tiffany trump be on the challenge yes <laughs> that would be an absolute nightmare yes yeah um another thing i saw that was kind of um funny online um adore delana from rupaul's drag race yeah i love i love adore i love adore too tweeted um where um what's brooke hogan up to and then brooke hogan um oh he was like what's brooke hogan up to like um I miss her music and stuff. She's the best. And Brooke Hogan, who just participated in Champs vs. Stars 3, mm -hmm. um, retweeted him. She's like, oh, I wish we could have done Champs vs. Stars together. <gasps> um, I have new music out and like linked her new music, which she does have new music. I haven't listened yet. Sure, it's great. Wait, does that mean Adore could have been on Champs vs. Stars? That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait, did they ask Adore Delano? Perhaps. Interesting. She's Adora probably, does have like a lot of fans. She's like the one of the most like famous contestants on um rupaul's drag race i think yeah. she was on american idol before that too yes she was um, and i also think adore's fans tend to be like people who would watch mtv they're a little yeah. bit younger um, that would be interesting if adore I, i'm like wondering who from rupaul's drag race could ever be on a challenge i mean any of them could but i wonder who really would could. want to yeah because alaska did no. do that weird vh1 reality show but i feel like alaska and this is no no shade to Alaska. This is just like Alaska is like beyond MTV. True. Like she's like pretty high profile drag queen now. Yeah, not that Adore isn't, but yeah. like Adore's again. I think Adore's fans would be would be fans that would resonate right. with Adore being on one of these shows. I wonder. We'll think on that. We'll think on it, but, but we'll, we, sh we, should we should get, get to get the back. actual yeah. show. Um, Breaking Brad. Breaking Brad. <laughs> Breaking what Brad. A rude name. <laughs> also. For this episode being called Breaking Brad, 
like doesn't like it's not like really the most important thing that happened in this episode right well it kind of honestly the only thing that i would say about that is that the it kind of opened with Judea and Devon coming back into the house and being like, we were in the redemption house and we yeah. have like intel. And they kind of allude to something that may have happened between Chuck and Brittany to Brad. And Brad kind of was like, I don't know, like, I don't know what to believe. And then, like we talked about last time, people were just like slut shaming um, Brittany and being like, like I would believe it. Um, which is rude. <laughs> yeah, it is rude. But then the other thing that happens is the end of the episode, it's our cliffhanger of Brad FaceTiming Brittany being like, babe, I got to talk to you. Yeah, and she's like, Whoa. Yeah, but <laughs> the face. I agree. The, the, the bulk of this episode was really about the purge challenge. It was. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking when we're talking about Jose and Devon coming in with all this like intel, which they kind of like don't really have any intel. No. Though they did, they were able to see stuff in the house while they were in Redemption House. So yeah. they like, kind of do, but they definitely are just kind of like, but that's how they play. I think that's like the big brother side of it. Like you have to really like be thinking a lot about it. I don't know. They're coming in very cerebral. Yeah. Jose <laughs> is an idiot and he also recognizes like we know something that nobody else knows yeah. and they don't know how much we actually know. And so mm. it's better to keep more quiet about it so that we can remain yeah. mysterious and hold this power as opposed to trying to barter off of it yeah. immediately. And he's the one who kind of talks to Brad and is like, you know, he's not actually totally like really lying about anything. The what, what he's telling Brad, it's just like, for me, I probably wouldn't say like, oh, it kind of seems like she's still in love with her ex. To someone who I wasn't even friends with, really. <laughs> I know. But also, like, maybe it was so blatantly obvious that Josea was seriously like, yo, Brad, like, I didn't really, you're going to look like an idiot on this show. When I look back to them being in the house, like, I didn't think that she was still flirting with him. I just think Brittany's kind of like that. I know. I agree. Like, honestly, she was kind of treating him more like a brother in my eyes. I wasn't there. So maybe, I mean, obviously, like, it felt some kind of way for all the other girls because they were like, she's crazy. She still loves him and stuff. So I don't know. But he, Jose did, like, straight up be like, yeah, it was a little bit weird. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, let's just move straight to that purge challenge. Is it called High Stakes? I, or is that just a joke Cara made? <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but the whatever it was, oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, it seemed very extremely hard. Yeah, so what, well, actually, I beg to differ, but let's dive okay, into it. Okay, okay. Literally. So Explain. this was one of those challenges that they always do early on because it's really good to weed people out because it's heights over water. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's like a term everyone knows. They're like, oh, it's heights over water. It must be a game term. It must be a game term. It must be a production term. Um, and what it was was you have to get from one platform to the other. And obviously, you're going to be hanging because you're over the water. And, um, or you're going to be jumping and, you know, trying to catch something. They're big stakes. There's these big fake like a pieces like of a steak, like a steak, like a T-bone steak, like a dog toy kind of looks like. Hanging in between these two platforms and you have to jump from one stake to the other. Yeah. They're, sw they can swing, they can spin, but they have climbing holds on them and you can grab the rope on the top. Yeah. So I was like, okay, the scariest part is jumping and just like making sure that you have balance. Mm -hmm. But as a climber, as you were also a climber, yeah. it wasn't actually that hard. You just had to step on the climbing holds, which seems substantial. You just have to trust yeah. yourself. I think it's just like the swinging yeah. part of it is probably kind of hard. I think it and was scary, really hard probably. for the smaller people. Well, yeah. So it... It, the fr and the first jump was actually very hard. Yeah. And so 
the, the way that you do it is you're going across with your partner. The easiest way to start it is to have the bigger person who can jump farther go to the first stake, mm-hmm. go to the second stake, and then swing the first stake so that it got closer to the platform so that True. the secondary player could grab it more easily, yeah. the secondary player being the shorter person. And some of the teams figured that out and were able to do it. Um, some teams did not help each other. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was a perch challenge, so we knew that whoever lost today was immediately going to right. the redemption house. So the, as the joke goes, stakes were high. <laughs> Okay, Car Maria. Yeah. Um, Veronica, who's, I think ne- since Natalie is gone. Oh, hold on. I forgot something. Also, this is a heights over water challenge. And then TJ uh, primes us by saying that the water that we're over is known to be the most great white shark infested waters in the world. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Which is why the joke is funny that it's staked. Because they, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but of course, like. Production, like, you know, we know that you get shady insurance and that you have people sign their lives away, but yeah. like, it wouldn't be like they wouldn't actually put them in danger of a great white shark eating them. Yeah, I don't, I hope not. I would hope not. No. <laughs> um, Veronica, who's like the smallest of the women and maybe just in general on that cast now that Natalie's gone, because Natalie's like 4'11 or something, <laughs> um, she falls off after CT gets to the stake. And I was wondering, do you think like he should have pulled the stake forward for her to just climb onto and then he would have should have gone after her? Like, what is there a way to have made it better for them? Veronica basically gets zero while everyone else who participates gets to the first stake at least. So yeah. she's the only one to fall off, like, before she even gets on a stake. Is she the shortest one, though? Because Amanda's also very small. I think she's shorter than Amanda. Yeah. I think, like, I still stand by what I just said as being the best strategy. I think, like, Veronica just needed to jump higher and not farther. Yeah. And, like, that's hard, I know. But yeah. I think partially a lot of the episode is also centered around CT being upset with her. And, like, right. she's not working out. And, like, that... He he kind of like called, well he does he calls her lazy yeah and you know she's kind of like I come to these things also I come to the compete like I don't want to lose but yeah you know it's not everything in the world to her it's actually is a good tie into the next episode but right um, anyway Brad and Kyle make it across <laughs> and win Tony and Bananas also make it across I think they're the only people who actually get across all the way yeah um, a lot of people make it some of the way but But yeah they're definitely those are kind of the two top teams at this point brad and kyle are winning a lot yeah god whatever i'm so over brad so what do you think of but going back to ct and veronica what do you think about their redemption house like arguments um i think ct is taking everything too seriously it is a game at the same time veronica is not really being a good partner Right. I mean, CT's not being a good partner, but neither is Veronica. Yeah. And, like, this whole thing, like, they're the reason... They're both too old to be, um, like, they're, like, old and stubborn. I was going to say, they're set in their ways. Yeah. And, and like, I think that, I mean, obviously that's why this is a challenge. That's why they're paired up with people that they, like, notoriously do not have good communication skills with. But, like, if winning is so important to you, you figure out how to communicate better with your partner yeah. in order to do so. And CT just, like, doesn't have any patience to try and figure that out with Veronica. Yeah. I don't, he, it's funny because I feel like in the last few challenges, he has been, like, a really good, like, 
partner to people and a good team player and he has been doing so well on these like in his like um you know later years challenges yeah um i can't remember the last i mean he he did he won a couple champs versus stars and he was like basically on teams in them and he is a good teammate but i think just the fact that like veronica plays in such a different way than people he's been on teams with i was gonna say like dm is like was always like um a great athlete when he was like her partner yeah i'm trying to think of other partners he's had like ct and west like they won together right yeah but it's like one thing when you go there's like a line between like okay i see this person working and i can be encouraging to like he just immediately shipped switched to shaming her yeah. and immediately putting up walls that push her he hasn't away. even um he hasn't even given her a chance to like perform well no. and like obviously like she's like this is her like later challenge career as well and she's not as probably fast and agile as she was in her first three challenges <laughs> but she it's not like in the last few ones that she participated in she's done well like she has done a lot of the puzzle ones and she her and nelson won one i think in the last season like it's not like she has like been a loser all of the time no like she's done fine yeah so it's just kind of a bummer he won't even give her like any credit yeah i agree and shaming her just for drinking wine it's like come on everyone's drunk in that house and i really like i really don't like him calling her lazy because it sounds like he just wants to call her like fat and he's not doing it true and honestly ct you look pretty fat yourself oh my god (laughs) he i mean he looks like it this is what happens when you get older you have kids you have other things in your life that have to become priorities versus working out 24 7. veronica has a career she's like a real person yeah like as soon as you start working a job you can't just like survive on your club fees and working out (laughs) like appearance fees working out only for the challenge so i mean that's partially like one of the things that is such like a difference between old challenge and new challenge is like back in the day like this was a fun way like the prizes were fun the money was fun but it wasn't high stakes enough (laughs) it wasn't like the money was enough (laughs) to be significantly life-changing it probably was like here i'm gonna go on a fun trip with my friends that i'm from this show and i'm gonna win some money from it and like whatever but now it's like the stakes are so high that i feel like a lot of the fun specifically with the last episode which i know we'll get to but some of this fun is being taken out of it just because people take it way too personally and way too seriously it's not um a fun reunion for for the real worlders anymore no (laughs) anyway let's move on from that i i wonder phil do you think they'll be able to come back from the redemption house i don't know i guess it depends on whatever the challenge i'm not really seeing it happening for them i well (laughs) I, so, I want it to. I love Veronica. And if they won together, I would be happy about it. Well, I'm, we'll talk about the next episode, and then we'll talk about the Redemption yeah. House. Like, who p- could potentially be in the Redemption House. Right. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I did have a note about Nelson and Kaylee, like, talking to each other. But oh my God. their relationship is so, like, fake and boring, and I don't care about it. It is so incredibly boring <laughs> to me. But it does... But- I just cannot believe how emotional Nelson is. I get, I think, like, the only thing I want to say about it is, like, Kaylee is no idiot. She's not the smartest yeah. cookie. But she's also no idiot. And Nelson, this proves he really is an idiot. He also somehow believes that he and Kaylee are in love. I'm, like, how? Like, I mean, we talked about him talking to Zach about how, like, oh, like, you're so lucky to have Jenna. Like, I want that with Kaylee. He's just like, okay. Like... <laughs> That's literally, like, comparing, like, 
what are two things you can't compare? Apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. That's yes. what I was thinking. I was going to be like, tomatoes and what? <laughs> anyway, um, the ne- in the next, what's the next episode called? A series of unfortunate events. <laughs> it kicks off with, um, what do you call it? Well, Brad gets through to FaceTime with Brittany. Right, yeah. Which, okay. Okay, how are you going to call the fir- this ep- that last episode Breaking Brad and not even like follow through with it and start the ne- whole next episode with it? I don't know. And I think, like, the biggest thing about that to me was that it was such an underwhelming cliffhanger. It she really was. Just was. Like, he was like, people have been saying stuff around the house. And she was saying, nothing happened. I, like, woke up and I was wearing underwear and I went to get coffee. And then, like, later on he was like, and that's completely normal for her. It was, which was weird. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of like, yeah, all right. So, and the, the other part about it is, He's gonna he's gonna find out when the show airs that they didn't hook up. Yeah, they broke up actually in real life. By the way. Oh, they did. Yeah, well, I don't it wasn't know. Wasn't meant to be. Yeah, I wonder when they actually broke up. Broke up, or they were just like waiting to tell us when the that episode happened. That's kind of what it seems like. Um, do you want to talk about the hookup room, <laughs> or okay. did you have something? The hen house. The hen house. Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna look up on Instagram, uh, Brittany's Instagram. But uh, Sylvia calls her her bunk room the hen house, <laughs> and she's saying that she's having trouble sleeping because all of the hens are a little too rowdy because yeah. the roosters come visit them at night. So tell us the hens. So the hens are Amanda, who I was surprised by, and uh, Kaylee mm-hmm. and Faith. Yes. And the roosters that are uh, not my verb choice, but Sylvia's, pleasuring them <laughs> are Joss. And Nelson and Kyle. Yes. Um, so Amanda's hooking up with Joss, which I was like, wait, when did that happen? I they, know that she thought he was handsome, yeah. but then I was like, what? But now they're like kissing each other and like kind of like together. Yeah. Um, she's like, I want to see your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, Amanda. And then I knew I liked her. She was like, I'm cute and straightforward. Yeah. Which I was like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Loving Amanda as <laughs> usual. Um, and then. Kaylee says, and this is this was one of the funniest things to me. The boys aren't lasting very long, which is good because then it's over in a few seconds. <laughs> and then, like, the shot was all of them leaving that room. Just more, um, we like know Kaylee's game. She's like, I'm just like hooking up, like potential good partner for a future challenge, <laughs> good storyline. Like yeah. she's like she's laying her foundation. You know, I appreciate that point of view because, like, also she probably wants to get sleep so she can yeah. be, you know, fresh as a daisy for tomorrow's physical challenge. Yeah. So, you know, if you have <laughs> if you have someone who wants to go at it all night and can potentially last that long, uh, that would actually make it hard for you to do well yeah, in this game. Yeah, so thankfully these boys apparently can't sustain more than, like, what? A couple minutes. <laughs> mi- I was saying ten minutes. I was like, that's a little bit, uh, what do you call it? generous i guess <laughs> according to kaylee's um, i wonder i mean poor sylvia's just has to listen she, no one's hooking up with her um <laughs> anyway <laughs> the, there wasn't a look you gave but the silence is I didn't, I didn't intentionally do anything <laughs> you can talk you want to talk about the de- the challenge on this episode sure so oh hold on i did want to say something two two other things um Kyle actually surprised me at the beginning of this episode when Brad was talking about, like, his confusion. He's like, I want to believe Brittany, but, like, I don't know. And Paul or Kyle was was the one who was like, 
this is all just Polly trying to get in our heads. Like yeah. this is him just trying oh, to Oh, doesn't he like game. stomp around the house saying, We have to get rid of Polly, fuck Polly. Yeah, and he <laughs> calls him a prick, which is like super British. Yeah. Um and I was like, Okay, I'm glad that somebody like hopefully uh Kyle can talk to Brad and be like, Look, this isn't yeah. about Britney, this is about Polly. Yeah, it really is. Getting isn't. in your head. So like stop acting like a big baby about it. Yeah. <sighs> Everyone's acting like a big baby this entire episode, to be honest. Honestly, you're totally right. It was the big baby episode, not a series of unfortunate events. Um, and then uh, somebody calls Faith a rookie. And Faith, oh. Cara, Cara calls Faith a rookie <laughs> because she's she goes, a rookie to the game. Yeah, and then like immediately switch to Faith's one-on-one interview. And she's like, bitch, I'm a veteran. I am the only veteran here. <laughs> the American flag graces the screen behind her. I mean, completely appropriate. We love it. it I can't really wait good. to post that on the 4th of July next year. Just Faith <laughs> with the American flag. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we're in the redemption house for a second. And um, <laughs> TJ takes them to this back room, which is literally just the garage, which was very funny. And um, shows the remaining Redemption House members who are to review C-Team Veronica and Natalie and Polly uh, that they can watch what's happening in the house. Mm -hmm. And they all see that who's hooking up via the hen house. They also see that Bananas and Angela are hooking up. And Natalie seems a little miffed by it. Which I don't know why she would be because their relationship was fake too. I know, I know. (laughs) Um, They also saw that like Obviously, Faith and Kyle are hooking up. So yeah. they've got some intel. Um, CT says about Angela and Johnny, uh, they're, I know they're just both, I know they're both using each other for the game and that's fine. It's just a desperation thing. And I was like, that is so rude. It is rude. But I mean, it's kind of true. Like Johnny really has like no friends. Yeah. Which other people allude to during this yes. episode. Um, but yeah, so... Going back to the actual challenge, the reason we are all here, mm-hmm. um, it was called Off the Rails, and this one was kind of wild. This one seemed very hard to me. Yeah, and what it was was an obstacle course on top of a train, and of course the train was moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't make it easy. The train's got to be moving. And so it's two courses, and the first course is a balance beam, but yeah. the two services of the balance beam uh, seem to be at a 45 degree angle. So instead of being like you can walk across a flat yeah. surface, you, the angle that you're walking across it's like a is peak. angled. Yes. It's like a triangle. Uh, and the second course was um, two parallel type ropes. Yes. Um, and so you and your partner have to, of course, get across these obstacle courses as fast as you can on top of this moving train for the winner. The losers go in, losers. The loser... The loser's uh, just a loser. Everyone's a loser. Yeah, everyone's a loser yeah. but the winner. And then yes. everyone, you know, it's yeah. a... Compl- we'll talk more about that when we get to it. Um. So, and then because Kyle and Brad won last time, they get like a... Not a grenade, but like a power move or whatever they're calling it. I don't it. know what they're calling it this season, but they get a grenade basically. Yeah, <laughs> they get they get to do... And so what they do is they get to take um one of the safety ropes... That is like a balancing thing for you to hold on during the tightrope. Yeah. Um, they can take one off of the course for any one of the teams, and they decide to screw over Cara, Maria, and Marie, which Cara is not happy about. Honestly, it seemed pretty petty to me, too. It's kind of just rudely personal. Like, yeah. I mean, why? Like, it makes no sense for them not to give it to Johnny and Tony. I don't know why everyone's so like, oh, we can't hit them yet. We can't hit them yet, which we'll talk about more later. It's just like, what, really I mean, no Brad and Kyle, they're literally the only team behind you basically every time. 
Yeah. Why wouldn't you make it harder for them? No idea. It made no sense. I don't know. It's stupid. Because yeah. it's, dude, they don't even have an alliance with them, really. No, not really. And, like, they should be afraid of them as a challenging team. They're literally better than them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, and then, sure enough, of course, Cara Maria and Marie do disqualify and fall off the rope yeah. where, like, exactly that first rope would have been. Right. So it did screw their game over. It's just, like, lame. I don't, I mean, yeah. I don't care that much because if Cara Maria loses, it's really no skin off my nose. But yeah. it's a bummer. It is a bummer. But For her. <laughs> I have to say, like, Cara Maria and Marie's uh, communication has gotten a lot better so it's nice to see that they've been able to set aside some of their differences. True. And, like, they both are kind of united, as seen in this episode, against some of the bullshit that's been happening. Yeah, they're acting like sisters who are um, generally angry with each other, which is a good way to be. Yeah, I think so. It's a healthy relationship <laughs> with your partner. Anyway, so how did everyone do on this? Um, well, everyone did pretty badly. Mm-hmm. The only people who finished were Johnny and Tony. Uh, which I was surprised by. Tony literally says, balance is not my strong suit. He's too big. Also, Johnny calls Tony clumsy. And I know that he's big, but I didn't ever think of him as clumsy. I just think of Tony as a big dog. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Um, And then um, Zach and Amanda and Joss and Silvio actually go at the same time. And they both make it across kind of at the same time too. Yeah. um, Zach and Amanda beat them super quick, like very very yeah, much like a, in a short way. Yeah. Um, did not surprise me that Zach and Amanda won, mostly because like they figured out. So on the balance beam, there were two ways to do it. Either you could have two part uh, your partner on either side, and you hold on to each other and kind of use each other as a counterweight. Yeah. And zoom across, or you are going like front, like kind of like dancing yeah you're kind of shimmying across but then both your feet would be at opposing angles yeah your feet are kind of like weirdly angled towards each other so it's like kind of harder but i feel like it's the safer move it's the safer it may take shorter or sorry it may take a longer time but i think it's the more efficient because every time like everyone who was doing it the other way where they were kind of holding each other to kind of like counterbalance each other would fall one way probably towards the heavier person. Yeah, like, I think that that would only like be... Like, Tori and Derek went just, like, straight off. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, again, when we were talking about it. That's really only a safe way to try and do that if you weigh very close to similarity. Yeah, like, Cara, Maria, and Marie did it the way... Like, the straight way. Mm-hmm. And it was working for them until they had that rope that they couldn't get on. Yeah. It was slow, but they were doing it pretty well. But anyway, um, Zach and Amanda win, and it's great because I think they're my favorite team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In terms of the people I can feasibly at this point see winning, I would like it to be them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Nelson and Shane have some tension when they're in their interview. Oh, God. Um, Shane... He's no, like lo- he's losing it. He's nuts. Shane is really nuts. <laughs> like, Didn't we feel this way the last? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know. He's kind of like I was so happy when he came back after so long, but now I'm just kind of like, I think I'm over this. He's, I like unfollowed him on like social media a while ago because he just always says weird things. Yeah, I'm like I'm I am not here for the way that he's treating people and the way that he's acting. Yeah, he. 
To me, it seems like he's like so volatile that I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I think he's well. He just went through a divorce. I mean, not yeah, just right. he has been through a divorce, and he's always like, oh, thanks for the divorce, because now like all these great things are going for him. I'm just like, I think if it was really that great, you didn't have to mention he being divorced at all, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, it's like revenge body. It's like, do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And then, yeah. Well, what does he say? What does he say? What does he say to Nelson? <laughs> he says, "Just because people smile at you doesn't mean they're your friend." This is like what? Out is of he? Con- it was completely out of context. Yeah, they Nel- were arguing about like each other's performance in challenges. Like we really have to be better because we're not performing. And then they start. Yeah, and then Shane says that, and I'm just like, "What are you talking about?" Honestly. It was so unclear what he was talking it was about. So weird. And it was very unclear to Nelson, too. Nelson did not know what he was talking about. I mean, about. Nelson never knows what anyone's, anyone's talking, talking about, about yeah. but he was especially just kind of like, huh? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Um, Anyways, so then we get back to the house. Kara confronts Kyle about, like, why he would have thrown her in. What? And he's like, you were, like, it's fine, like, whatever. And then I was kind of confused about what they were even talking about because then. They just both start saying, like, I love you, I hate you, I love you, I hate you at each other. Yeah, it's... And then she sits in his lap, and then, I like, they kind of start nuzzling. And then Marie peeks outside, <laughs> and she's like, Kara, get off his lap. And <laughs> Marie, That was great. That was really great. Um, love Marie. Yeah, so that was interesting. Kyle leaves that, inter- I don't know what to call it besides an interaction. Um, thinking, sits on his lap. Yeah, Oof. it was gross. So... Kyle leaves that being like, this is great. I'm an evil genius. Carr and I have kind of made up. I'm still banging Faith, which I hate the term banging. Why do yeah, they all too. use it? It's really gross. Um, and like, yeah, he's, he, ugh. he feels, he feels a victor. He feels he is victorious and he's killing the game. And he really isn't. He really isn't because. Basically the whole house breaks out into this crazy voting burn voting kind of like confusing drama because no one's actually really talking to each other but shane's walking around and telling he's telling um jose and devon they're like oh you guys should um like i'm working my ass off to get your guys name out of the conversation because we should be going against faith and angela and they listen because they're like okay he goes away and they're like we don't trust him like and they kind of they all they've already talked to faith about kind of like a, a little rookie, rookie alliance, alliance, which is I think is usually like a generally good idea. Yeah, but, and it um, usually happens every season. But yeah, Davon is not someone who you can tell what to do. No, and like I think Davon and Josea were already pretty aware, like that their chances to go in were yeah were big. They're not dumb because since Zach and Amanda have already said their names, yeah. anyways, like and then Zach even says like, why would we? Why would we throw somebody else in when we can just throw yeah. people we've already said? Which in. makes sense. I mean, they're not going after them the way that Davon's kind of saying, and and like, and they are in a way where it's just like they're the easiest vote, but they would be an easy vote for literally anyone, anyone in the yeah. house. Um, and so they go. Everyone has to. So now we do the voting in secret, basically. Yeah. So they go into a room and they look at some TVs that are sideways for some reason. Yeah. Um, and most teams are just like, oh, I don't really know who to pick because like no one really talked to each other. No, nobody. It was a very disorganized vote. It seems like every you everyone can't burn vote. That actually defeats the purpose of a burn vote, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> because in 
by choosing whoever it is that you're going to burn vote, you are actually making a conscious decision yeah. that you think that this is someone who's not going to be offended by your vote. Right. But when everyone votes differently, then the un, the conscious decision that you have made is actually you saying that this is out of everyone else here, the people that I view as the most psychologically weak or the most forgiving. Right. So it actually ends up screwing you over. The two votes of note for the drama that ensues are Cara, Maria, and Marie vote to throw in Kyle and Brad, which makes complete sense because they literally took a rope away and made it so they could not finish the challenge, basically. Yeah. But when they do that, they go against... Um, earlier Tori had had a, had a conversation with Kara saying right. we're going to throw in Angela and Faith. That's why Tori was so yeah. miffed. <laughs> and Tori says like we're not friends like this is it we're not friends it's and I was like, like were you guys friends? Were you? But Tori was basically like she's ruining my game like, and I was like Tori she just voted for someone else. Tori what game do you have right now? You have like the worst partner. She unfortunately really does have the worst partner. Um, the other vote of note is um, Jose and Davon they decide to vote for Nelson and Shane. Yeah, that was actually a really beautiful reveal. Yeah. It was like one of those just absolutely beautiful moments of reality TV where they were all talking about who they voted for and there was a little blow up that we'll talk about in a second. But um, they reveal that they voted for, uh, they were trying to count votes. Yeah. And so Kara was saying like, oh, I think it's Angela and Faith. And Devon's like, but we didn't vote for them. Yeah. And... She was like, no, you can't count our vote. We didn't vote for them. I was like, huh. It was kind of a gasp moment. Yeah. And then, like, Shane realized... And they show this, like, crazy flashback of Shane trying to do all this dirty work behind the scenes. Yeah. And when he could have done nothing. It, and, like, honestly, then he probably wouldn't have got voted in. Yeah. He thought he was being so helpful, and he thought he was playing a smart game. And now he's mad because he realizes, like, oh, I don't actually have control over this. Yeah. And he calls Devon a bitch, which is not okay. Yeah. And Johnny Bananas points out, like, so-called oh feminist Shane. If you have Johnny Bananas pointing out pointing out that you aren't a feminist of all people, there's a problem. Yeah, honestly. Like, take a look in the mirror. Yikes. But, that was, like, hard to watch. I mean, he calls himself a mean queen. I'm like, I just, like, don't think people should yell at each other like that. No. I don't know. And, like, he he would then start calling Dave on fat. It's just, like, I don't, I don't like being mean for the sake of being mean. He's just being mean. He's being really, he's being toxic, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. Well, and he's like deflect, vicious. And he's and, deflecting because he feels threatened. He feels and powerless. And okay. And, and it's, like, why do you, like, attacking, like, a rookie team anyway, it's, like, for what reason? They're not yeah. coming, like, they did vote for them, but it's, like, I don't know. It's so weird. I just think he's, he took it to a, a pretty dark place. Yeah. And I don't think you could really come back from people not thinking that you are like um, a person who is a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Like Shane is not doing anything that makes him even look – he's not even playing a psychological game because there's no rhyme or reason to it right now. It's yeah. just him actually being – She's mean. like a, a person new to this game. I don't know. And the other drama that's like – kind of happening at the same time is Kyle who overhears Kara overhears that Kara and Marie voted for him and he gets so mad and he brings up like you're really going to take $500,000 away from Brad and his two kids he has no job <laughs> which is like okay okay so I was getting really upset while we were watching this because like 
this is what I was talking about earlier. This is a game. This is a TV show. Yeah. Like you're on it for X amount a month out of the year. I think that the money is too big a prize now for it to be something that people don't inevitably twist and take too personally. Yeah. And Brad and Kyle start attacking Kara and Kara is basically like, I am sorry that I won the last challenge. So you didn't win any money and yeah. I chose not to have kids. And I yeah. totally agree. There's no freaking way that any of these people should be bowing to Brad and Kyle and letting them win and not voting for them, even though they're a threatening team, yeah. just because Brad has kids. Yeah. Other people have kids too. Davon has a kid and Shane's in the other room calling her a bitch. Yeah, and it's just so <laughs> hypocritical. So it's not, It's then should we just have like Davon and Jose and Brad and Kyle go straight to the end because they have kids? Yeah, That's not or what CT. this is about. Or CT. Or Tony, who or has Or Tony, kid. Yeah, who has like, two kids as well. It's like, you can't play this game like that. No, he, Johnny like, might have a kid. We don't know. Kyle's a Kyle probably has some kids. He probably has and he didn't even know. And as he pointed out, Kara has, Kara has horses. Kara has horses. Are you going to take the food out of the horses' mouths that she needs to feed? Anyways, the the you come to this game, you walk in the door, and you're here to compete. You're not bringing yeah. any of, like, everyone has a story. Everyone has a reason why they're playing yeah. this game. But that doesn't mean that anyone should have to bow down to you and say, oh, you know what? You should win this rather than me because I tried my hardest, but I recognize that you have yeah. extenuating life circumstances that make you a more valid person to win. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's like he's basically saying, like, oh, if we're in a final with you and Marie, you guys should get second place so we can get first place and Brad can have that money because he doesn't have a job and he has kids. Yeah. Well, so is Kyle going to take a third of the money and then Brad takes yeah, two thirds? Yeah, maybe, Kyle, you should just give him all the money. Yeah. Ugh, if that's what we're talking Anyways, about. Anyways, I was so pissed at that. It was also, again, super misogynistic. Yeah. Like, Davon is literally being called the bitch in the other room, and they're throwing they're throwing shade over, like, Kara being Yeah, selfish. we talked about it in the last episode. It's really funny how, like, the male challengers get treated, like, on such, like, a high, like, regard if their father's playing for their kids, and yet, like, someone comes in as, like, a mother, and, like, online people are like, oh, like... Like we were saying, like Ashley was saying, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't leave your daughter for so long. She's never said that to any of the other guys. It's just kind of a double standard. And Shane was on Twitter, like, bullying Davon the whole time that... Um, and she was, like, talking back, obviously. I'm not saying that this is, like, a one-way street. But, like, continually calling her fat. And then saying she was um, being... She, she basically said Jose was, like, a replacement for Shane. And he's like, oh, so now you're being homophobic because, like, there can only be one gay person on the show. And she's like, that's not what I said. I said he's your replacement because he's better than you and younger than you. And which is just, like, I mean, they're just kind of, like, arguing. Yeah. It's, it's like, hard to watch that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Remember when Robin was, like, literally having a meltdown when she yeah. went on the chat? Like... I don't know. That's like why I don't agree with the prizes being so much money is because it it takes it it makes it so that it's way too important to these yeah. people. Yeah, I mean they're getting money regardless, but yeah, you're getting fees. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I don't know. Davon said on her Twitter, she's like, I wanted to, I just wanted to do the show once. I'm not going to come back again. I don't care if they ask me back again. So I wonder if she, if that's actually going to be a thing. Yeah, because I like her on the show. I like her too. But you know what? Also, if you have one shining season where you you are bullied, you are attacked for being a rookie, and you continue to show up and do as good of a job yeah. as Davon has done so far, 
you know, props she's, to her. She's basically performed better than Shane in this challenge, yeah. in, in this season, basically. So. She has. Ugh. Yeah, let's get real people. Also, she threw out one of the best insults I've ever heard on the challenge, hmm. where she said, you thought your ass was Geppetto and I was Pinocchio <laughs> to Shane. And I yeah. was like, oh my God. He's, he looks so extremely bad. Yeah, he does. And he's just like calmly, quote unquote, calling her a bitch just to like get a rise out of her. And it's... the way he's looking at her while she's yelling at him, he's definitely like, oh my God on the inside you can just kind of see it in his eyes he's like this person's yelling my face oh my god (laughs) he i think he has a real issue with like knowing when to stop and then also because he doesn't know when to stop he finds himself in a situation where he's like oh shit i should have stopped but now he can't because he's taking it too far i don't like gay men who pick pick fights with women i don't think that that's right i don't know if i like anyone who picks fights with anyone i agree but there's something i don't know there's something even more like no, weird I, about it it's like misogyny it's it's definitely misogyny it, within like the gay community which like we should always love women because like women are better than men <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways he said it not me i, I agree uh, well I, I don't agree i said it and i think that it is true yes um well thank you <laughs> on that note <laughs> thank you for co-signing on behalf of my of my gender um <laughs> If you would like to pick any fights with me, I'm at Danielle Devera. If you want to pick a fight with me, try me at <laughs> Katie Natalie on Twitter. I know. I really haven't been using Twitter. So if anyone even tries to pick a fight yeah, with me, I, I'm I promise, probably not going to respond. I promise I'll get the killing it Twitter back. I actually don't have it on my phone again. Oh. So we have to do that after this. We'll do that after we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be, but yeah, at killing it pod on Twitter. Um, I have the password. Um, yes. But yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.